Hello, this is Nancy Miller with My Creative Life, and today I have a special guest artist, Alicia Young. She's a Texas-based artist. She is a mural painter and an illustrator, uh, and she even is a, a book author because I saw your devotional books, which are amazing. So hello, Alicia. Hello. Thank you for having me. Well, I'm very excited. I love your artwork on Instagram. Um, I really am amazed by the different kinds of work that you do. And could you tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Yes. Um, so yes, I'm here in Central Texas, and I was raised in a very artistic home. Um, my parents are artists, and my brother is an artist as well. Um, so my parents started an art school for kids in the home where I grew up. And so I was going to art classes every day uh, for years mm -hmm. until I was too old to take classes. And then I was like, well, I'm just going to help teach now because I didn't want to leave. Oh. So I <laughs> so did that for years. They've been having the art school for oh, over 20 years now. And it's not in the home anymore. It's moved out of the home. It's in like a little oh. shopping area. And um, so that was a blast. And I went to art college and uh, in Connecticut. And then came back to Texas and just oh. been doing art ever since. And I just love it. Oh, that's <laughs> so. wonderful. I can really tell you put such a lot of positivity into your illustration work. Just anything you're doing, um, your you. personality really comes through. So I was like, oh, thank you. I think she'd be perfect to interview. She just has <laughs> this great aura about her. So I was wondering, can you tell me like the first time you remember like you were making art that you felt like, hey, I'm an artist. I think I could do this for a living. That's a great question. I, yeah, I can't really remember a time when I was not drawing. Oh. Um, like I, I have no memories where I wasn't doing art. And so <laughs> I've just always been doing it. I think my mom said I started drawing when I was like 18 months or something like that. And I just started picking up a pen. It was always a ballpoint pen. And I would just carry pens around with me all the time. And um, my grandparents were afraid I was going to poke my eye out. But I, was like, oh, I just want to draw all the time. So <laughs> that's all I wanted to do. I tried taking music lessons and then I ended up quitting, which I regret now. But I just wanted to draw and paint. I tried dance, but I would just come home and just draw and I would draw ballerinas, you know? And so those are some of my earliest memories. Those were like ages three and oh, wow. four. Um, but yeah, those are some of my earliest memories of drawing. And I just always knew I wanted to do art ever since, well, I guess kindergarten. Wow. I remember like writing, you know, in those little oh. books, those little journals where you would write about well, who is your best friend? Oh. What did you learn? Who was your teacher? What do you want to be when you grow up? And it was always artist and um, something else like veterinarian or something. And then eventually it was just artists. <laughs> so. Oh, that's awesome. I just um, find it fascinating because most everybody I've interviewed, they usually have some kind of early childhood memory that kind of propelled them into the art path so yeah right <laughs> that, but that's amazing so I know you do a lot of different types of art because your mur mural paintings are fantastic I love the way you draw and paint animals they are adorable um I saw the mural painting with like the jungle animals in it what yes. was, yeah that was amazing like do you do you have a favorite type of you know media that you like to work with or you just kind of depends it does depend I love it all it's, it's so difficult sometimes to narrow it down 
Um, I love painting. I love drawing. Now I would say just using color is my thing. And so in college we had to take a semester or a year, a year of sculpture classes, which was fantastic for um, incorporating the 3D elements into drawing and painting but I just couldn't get away from using color. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, so that narrowed it down. I'm like, okay, I love sculpture. It's awesome, yeah. but I just need that color. Yeah. And so anything really colorful as like in my yeah. devotional books that I wrote and illustrated are super colorful. Every page is a different color. Um, so I just love, I just love using color because I feel like, you know, like God paints the sky every night with all these brilliant different colors and that just inspires me and so I want to use color that evokes emotion and connects with people so anytime I can use color it really doesn't matter what kind of medium I'm using um, I love to try new mediums all the time oh, wow. so. yeah and I saw that you did these glitter paintings which I had never seen anything but that was pretty cool you were like had this canvas and it was like Jesus and then you were like taking a like a big thing of glitter and you're just tossing <laughs> at it I mean that's a lot of glitter it was a lot of glitter there is still the first time I did it was at our church last year and there is still glitter up there wow. <laughs> everywhere but I feel like it was worth it it was really such a blessing to get to share that uh -huh. um and with the music and just wow. uh, shining the hope of Jesus through my art because that's my ultimate goal so what, so how did you think of glitter as being the vehicle for that? Because that's like something that's different. And I was like, I just would never, I don't know, because it's a lot of glitter. I was like, oh, just like, the, yeah. I mean, I love the black with the glitter because it really pops forward and everything like that. And it was just, but like, what inspired you with the glitter? Well, at first they had, um, the music director had asked me to um, be a part of the Christmas cantata performance. And so they have this huge orchestra and choir, and then they wanted me up in the baptistry, way up high, and be painting while they're singing in this very dramatic song. And so it was really fun. And so we're like, okay, how are we going to convey this idea? And it was just this really powerful, moving song. I'm like, well, I could do you know, white paint on black. I wanted to do something against black. But I was like, how do I do that? And I was talking to my sister-in-law and she always says that glitter is her favorite color. <laughs> She's so funny. And so she says, have you heard of glitter painting? Like, no, please tell me. So she was the one who first introduced me to the idea of glitter painting and I've never looked back. I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. Like, I will have to like uh, like look up for that on Instagram I just had like you're the first person I'd seen really do that I was like oh this is like I mean it's very cool I mean it's very striking because then it sticks and then it's all you know spark it's very magical Feels it's cool. so fun yeah. yeah to like bring it from the darkness and people think a lot of them think I'm painting with water or that I'm not painting anything and they're like I can't see it <laughs> and then it's just so fun to throw the glitter but there's there's one guy over in Europe and he does it for a living and um, he paints celebrity portraits with okay. uh, silver glitter. Oh, and wow. so I really studied his uh, videos a oh, lot yeah. during that process of learning. What are, what What is the adhesive you're using to get it to stick? Like you must pre like coat it with something to get it. I just use a big sheet of plywood and then I um, paint it with just black wall paint and it's just clear Elmer's glue. That's all oh, it is. Really? Oh my yes. gosh. That's, so, that's surprising. I really, I was like, I wonder if she like stencils and then like does like some kind of 3M or something spray on top of it. Oh. Yeah. 
That's clear. cool. So I tried so many different types yeah. of adhesives, but that was the one that worked, and it stayed uh, it stayed sticky and wet the longest. Oh, okay, that's really cool. That's like getting into your inner childhood. That's what I, you know, that kind of thing yes. when you're a little kid. So, yes, exactly. Yeah. So, um, besides the glitter is, um, and you have your book writing, and I know I don't have this originally in my questions, but what inspired the devotional books as far as illustrating and writing that? Well, um, I had always wanted to write my own children's book because I've illustrated several for other authors and it was just such a fun experience and um, I love working with authors and getting to know them and becoming friends with them um, and so I thought well this would be fun I want to do something and I had all these ideas and but it was just hard to find the time to sit down and flesh out the story completely and do all the illustrations while doing all of my other work and so um, I had been posting every single day on Instagram, actually, uh, posting these very, very colorful drawings for over a year. And, um, and I was writing a devotional with every single one of them. And so my dad said, you just need to make this into a book. And so I said, okay, you know, and I was kind of nervous because I'd never done the full process before. Um, but with his encouragement and my parents are just wonderfully encouraging and, um, they're amazing. So yeah, so they really, just kept saying, okay, you can do this, just do the editing process, everything you've done for the other authors, like put it together the way you put their books together, talk to the printers and just go for it. And so it took a while, but um, I was just every day going out and taking the like, photography for each of the flat lays um, that on the pictures. And it was so fun. And eventually I had enough photos for everything and I started, I found a good printer and, um, it just all came together. So I was really oh. grateful for that. Now, are you selling those like on your website or are you distributing are they, those like online? You know, you could go to a website like Amazon or something like that to purchase one. Right. Yes. I actually have it on my Etsy shop. Oh, okay. So it's just under Alicia Young Art. I have um, oh, both of my okay. books on there. Nice. And then I also love going to churches and schools or oh. events, um, whatever kind of events and doing, if they want me to do a glitter painting, then I'll bring my books and have it, you know, at a special discount or something out in the foyer. And then I get to meet everybody oh. and talk to them and share it with them. That's one of my favorite things to do. Oh, that's so awesome. that's great. A lot of fun. Thanks. So I was curious who, um, were some of the artists that were, you were inspired by with, for your work, you know, that, you're doing the style of work that you're doing was there anybody that you, you really... oh I have so many so many artists that I love um I went to a very traditional fine arts college oh, okay. and so and during that time of yeah. course and I still love them to this day but John Singer Sargent okay. um one of my top all-time favorite artists and then um Mary Cassatt Edgar Degas oh. Um, those three, and then there were several others in there too, Soroya, um, lots of the, you know, wonderful traditional oh, fine painters. Yeah, um, yeah. but then it kind of like morphed into more of the illustration side, um, but using the same concepts of color and composition, um, that, you know, the traditional artists used. And so I would say Norman Rockwell, mm. one of my all-time, yeah. all-time favorites, his character design and development. And the personality of his characters are just so captivating. Mm -hmm. um, and then William Joyce, mm -hmm. I love his work. Yeah. Um, 
you know, the yeah. George Speaks. <laughs> oh, books. I know. Oh, my gosh. I have one of it. Like, I, like, the people you're mentioning, like, I have, oh, my gosh, yes. where is this? Oh, yeah. Like you said, William Joyce, I have the Santa yes. Claus. This is, like, oh, one of my favorite. I've read, yeah, I read this. Um, I have my son, and I would read this to him when he was just a little kid. I just always kept it because we love the illustrations. I love, um, yeah, he's yeah, one of my favorites as well. And Norman Rockwell, I have, an, I have his book. Yeah. yeah, and like the artists that you were talking about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, this is, of course, Mary Cassatt, one of my favorites. Uh, yes, so beautiful. Yeah, so, yeah, I totally agree with all your art choices. They are great, beautiful <laughs> artists that inspire so yeah, there many. are so many. Uh, Stephen yeah. Kellogg is another one. Uh -huh. I love Stephen Kellogg. It's just so whimsical. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the, was it the bow constrictor that ate the laundry? And oh, okay. <laughs> the other one about the, yeah. the creature that lives, oh, the mysterious tadpole that grows up in the swimming pool and eats all the hamburgers. Oh, <laughs> I haven't heard that one. I'll have to look for it's that. It's so funny. I okay. just I have early memories of looking at that book in particular, oh. the mysterious oh. tadpole. Okay. And like just studying, I would just stare at the drawings for hours. I just love his, I think it's colored pencil mainly. Okay. Very whimsical. Yeah. Oh, so wow. that was a definitely an influence. I love his work too, but there's so many I could go on. Forever. Oh, I know. That's the same way. I'm like that too. So, yes. Yeah. So, so because um, you got into, you know, as far as you always knew and you had your family growing up supporting you. Um, when you were at this very traditional fine art school, did you know mm -hmm. that you want to do more of a commercial art? Because like, um, I tend to meet people who are kind of more like commercial driven or you're more of the fine arts, you know, and because you, you know, you kind of had that art background, which one did you, did you know early on that you were going to go commercial, more applied arts? I didn't. I didn't know this. Um, God had a different plan for my life. Yeah. And so <laughs> it was kind of a transition because during school, I would always tend to try to mix the oh. illustration with fine art. Okay. Because I loved the whimsical nature of like characters. Yeah. Um, but then I loved like, you know, of course, the lighting and the dramatic composition and everything of fine art. And my teachers would always tell me I would get in trouble and they'd say, you have to choose. Are you going to do illustration or are you going to do fine art? And I thought, why do I have to choose? Why can't I do both and combine them? And so I kept thinking, how am I going to do that? Mm -hmm. And so I was still going down fine art route. I tried to get into the whole gallery scene. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was going to be my path of career is selling my paintings and galleries. Um, and so I do very traditional oil paintings, oh, still lifes, wow. all kinds of things like that. Mm -hmm. uh, I did that for a long time. And it just didn't work out for the gallery scene, which was totally fine. Because then the um, children's book route opened up. Uh -huh. And people started contacting me That's for their books. So, so, well, this could actually be a really fun career. Yeah. And so it just started, it started rolling and I thought, I'm just going to go with this. I love it. It's very um, portable. You can do it anywhere. Uh, you can do it, you know, via digital art, which I know you do. And it's so great. You don't have to be in one place. You can do this, this art anywhere. And we've moved around. My husband and I have moved around so many times. It's actually a blessing that I wasn't in a gallery because I was able to do the illustrations wherever we, we moved. Yeah, so, and I agree. Yeah. The relationships that I developed with, um, actually one of the authors um, I worked with, and actually uh, it, she's great, um, Heather um, Teets, and 
and she, we just kept working together. I was just like, and it was because the, it was just like this thing, weird thing. Publisher found me from a website, um, and That's then awesome. they had her already lined up. But then right. they were saying like, oh well, we like to keep you guys separate from each other. We really don't like have you guys talk. And I was like, no, I love her story. I adore it. I think, and I, I was just so impressed with it. I was like, I want to talk to this person who wrote this story. And so I re reached out to her and we've gone back and forth and now we've been, we've known each other for over 10 years and we've done, wow. uh, you know, several projects together and we're doing it in the process of another one, but it's just amazing. It, yeah. It's really those relationships that you build over time yeah. and it's, yeah, it's, it's really it's great. And then yeah, you feel very that. comfortable working with those people over and over again because it's it's fun. Yes, yeah. yeah, they become friends. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> I know, and this is another thing. It's not on my questions, but I'm fascinated with how you do your video drawings because you're, I, I've been um, posting some video drawings on Instagram, but you've got it down like an art. You have it going on. You are getting, writing out those drawings. And I was like, how are you doing your setup? Because like, I may not be doing it the best way. And I go like, how is Alicia doing this? Because it's like a nice angle. The distance is great. You get a real close up of, you know, um, of how you feel, of how you're drawing. So what are you using for your setup? Well, um, we have a really heavy, sturdy table. It's okay. actually the dining room table. And so I use that so it doesn't really, it doesn't shake, which is nice. All my other tables shake around. So I'm like, okay, this is my table. <laughs> and then um, I have a, an OTT light, OTT light. Oh, okay. It's really wonderful. I've had it for years. The first, um, the light in it actually lasted for like 16 years. It was amazing. So That's unbelievable. That never like, happens. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's supposed to mimic actual daylight. Oh. And it's supposed to like capture all the true colors. Okay. Um, so it doesn't make it cooler or warmer. So I really love that. Okay. So I kind of turn that, it's like hooked it, you can uh, hook it onto any surface. Okay. And you know, twist it down and tighten it. And so I have it over my my drawing. And then I just have one of those little arm clamps that I clamp my oh. phone into. So I just have that right, that here's the clamp and here's the light. They're real close to each other, but the oh. light as close to the drawing as I can. And um, just clamp my phone in there and time lapse it. So oh. that's all I do. Yeah, it's pretty It's pretty simple, yeah. but I've tried different things and it, um, yeah, it just works well for me. I really like it. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, that's great. I really like watching. I've been getting into just, I mean, I know nobody has the time really if it was watching it live. Like um, there's a right. part of me that likes the speed up part but then I think people don't realize or appreciate the amount of time unless you do drawing on a regular basis people just think if I could only <laughs> do it like even though it's sped up people know it's sped up but I think there's a sense of like oh well you either have it or you have that but it's like people work right. very hard you've worked very hard to develop your craft just like yeah. a doctor works really hard to practice and learn yes. all the different body parts or your mechanic learns all the parts of how the car runs. Very and true. So mm -hmm. I feel like some of that gets lost in translation because they think I, I agree. Will. They don't realize like it was really hard. It took, you know, lots of figure drawing classes. It took lots of yes. just practice over and over to get that proficient. 
So, yes. oh, I love your Disney drawings too. They're adorable. Oh, thank you. They're so. Had, like, yeah. So, are you? You must be a di- big Disney fan. You grew up with definitely, the- absolutely. I'm seeing all the remakes, but I feel like you just can't beat the originals. You yeah. know. They're just fantastic. Yeah, and I also think because of your style of work, it's very versatile. Have you done any character development kind of stuff? I mean, like, you do it with picture books, but have you been ever contacted about doing, like, character development for, like, I don't know, because I think your stuff looks very, like, could be an animated little movie, Uh you know, like, you know, that kind of thing. So I didn't know if you had... I haven't really um, outside of the books, but uh-huh. that it's honestly, I think my favorite part of illustrating the books is the character development phase, mm-hmm. which is the first thing that I do is illustrate either one, however many the authors want me to illustrate, like the main character usually, or the several of the main characters. Oh. And I love that phase. And I've, I've always said that if I could ever work for Disney or somewhere like that that's what my job I would love for it to be is just character development all day long <laughs> yeah because all, all, yeah, all your characters are so unique and like I you know the, the different girls and stuff so I was just oh, like so much that would probably be that. a good I would just thought I was like oh that'd probably be a good fit for her I would love that. Yes, I would love to do more of it. It's so fun. So how do you stay motivated? Because that's a hard thing to do every day for a year. I have a friend of mine that I interviewed, Travis, and he was like, he he did that for a year as well. He was just like, he said, I'm going to do this. And it was great for him. He got a lot of clients out of it. But I was like, how, how does anyone do that? <laughs> like, literally, how do you, like, how? How do you stay motivated? Right. Well, I only did it for, yeah, I posted every day for about a year and then, and then it was just getting so hard after a while to just like have that on track, especially if you're going out of town or who knows, you know, it was just a little bit difficult. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to scale back and just do a few days a week, which has been great. Um, but the motivation for me was just, um, trying to just trying to get that message out there and like connecting the message of hope um, through like of the Bible, through Jesus and getting that message connected with the art. And so sometimes like if people just see the art, maybe that's what they're really interested in, but then maybe they'll read the message and they'll be really inspired and encouraged that day. Um, So that's kind of my inspiration and motivation um, is to just really connect with people through the art and through the message that, um, that I feel like God wants me to share with the world. So that's wonderful that you, you know, that I think it helps anything in your artwork to have some kind of drive, like a lot of times, whether it's your family, your religion, your, you know, there, there's something that motivates you to, you know, because it has more meaning, I think at the end of the day. Yes, definitely. People can tell. So I was wondering, um, what are, what's a current project you're working on now? If you can share it with us. Right. I'm working on two um, books right now, illustrating two books. So it's a lot of fun. Sometimes I'll do up to three at a time, but then sometimes there will just be like a gap where there's no books. And so then I'll do other commissioned projects. Um, So yeah, a couple of commission paintings, two two books. Those are in process. And then I also have written a few children's books. And so I'm kind of slowly... Um, doing illustrations for those but it's kind of a little bit on the back burner because you know I've got to do the other ones first 
So, um, but I really have one in particular and I'm just trying to get it all finished. So I'm hoping to get that out next year. Um, I would love to do another devotional book, but I'm not quite sure about that yet. So yeah, lots of illustrating. Um, I also do some illustrations, uh, for church, for the kids, the kids program. Um, so I'm working on those as well right now. So lots of fun stuff. (laughs) That's great. So this, and this again, is not a question on my list. I was like, oh, I just thought of this. So <laughs> That's fine. How, how are you finding that you, you know, your website's very professional. I love your website. It's just Thank colorful. You. It's just really friendly. It really gets your personality, even though like, I was like, I felt like I've met you before I like met you oh, on your website. So that's great. So how are people finding you? Is it just been a lot of your Instagram, your website, your Etsy? What, what's been the main thing that's gotten people's attention? Well, let's see. I would say a combination of uh, Instagram, Facebook, and the Society of Children's Book Writers and Illustrators. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that has been really great. Uh I've met some wonderful people through that site. And I haven't actually met them in person, but (laughs) we talk a lot on the phone and I've been able to do some of their books. And so currently, the two people I'm working with right now both found me through that through awesome. the SCPWI. So oh, it's been great. I'm excited cool. to finally get to like go to one of the meetings or something and get oh, to meet everybody in person. Yeah. So hopefully. Awesome. Because like, I mean, I, um, I was a member years ago and then I dropped out for yeah. a while. I got busy with regular life stuff going on. Right. But then, of course. Um, I just rejoined up this year. Oh, good. Um, and I would say Texas has a very big, it seems like, well, it's such a big state, but it seems like it has a very active community in the children's book industry. Um, yes. so there will be some really good networking and, you know, opportunities to, awesome. yeah, I, I'm excited. I, yeah, I went to one of their conferences for, um, the Georgia, uh, region and it was great. I made yeah. some friends with some illustrators. They were just, um, one of the ladies I met, she was so encouraging and she was just like, you keep going. Cause I think one of the things that people don't realize, you just have to be very persistent like oh yeah I I feel like people just think once again it's that whole thing you either have it or you don't and I think it's one of those things that you get a lot of rejections before you're gonna hear the yeses and you can be very talented but it's almost like I don't know and just everybody I've talked to most everybody the majority it just takes a while so being persistent it does it really yeah. does. And that's one of those things. I haven't gone down the traditional publishing route yeah. yet. Yeah. Um, I would say like 99% of the authors I work with are self-publishers. Yeah. And so, which I love because you have a lot of freedom. But the traditional publishing route is also fantastic because mm-hmm. it just opens up to a whole other world. Yeah. So I think that's, yes, that's going to be one of those things like getting an agent, taking a lot of persistence. Yeah. So, yeah. yes, thank you for that reminder. <laughs> oh, no, and I, I'm interested because we, um, the author and I that I uh, talked about, Heather, she and I got the rights back for one of the books that we had traditionally published, oh. and now we're going to do, we're going to re-try to, I mean, that's something that she and I have been back and forth talking about is, like, can we, because it's a beautiful story, it's great, yeah. and I was just, like, so disappointed that they, it had sold fairly well, too, and, right. um, they just decided they weren't going to uh, uh, republish it. So we were like, okay, well, 
let's let's try get the rights back and then see if we can do our own and just publish it ourselves. So I found that today's market because it's so much easier to do self-publishing. And I think there's less of a stigma. I think, you know, the quality, like I see of the work that's coming out. I mean, if you're producing something that is of quality, then that's what what your people really want. I think that's what's making it. um, It's, yeah, Yeah. just like anything, you know, so. Right, exactly. Yeah. So true. So So true. (laughs) I wanted to find out what is, um, do you have a favorite place? in your in your home or do you like to go out and paint or draw like what's your favorite place as far as oh wow that's a hard one I I love um I mean in college I used to love going out we would go out and we would paint on the beach and that was one of my favorite things to do (laughs) so I well we don't really have that in Texas but that's okay (laughs) so those are really good memories of going out landscaping um it's a little hot in texas but i love just sitting you know i just love like curling up on the couch with my sketchbook or ipad or something and just like having music on or just like a really nice movie like one of my favorite i love older movies so like watching one of those and drawing that's one of my that's always been one of my go-to's just like curling up on the couch and just relaxing with the drawing so Aww, that's nice yeah I've been actually drawing more well like that's my justification if I want to watch tv I have to draw the people that I watch on tv because then I'm like oh I don't feel so bad I'm getting some figure drawing while that's I'm watching tv yeah I've too I've like pause as I pause that's a great that's a great pose of jumping whatever yeah exactly because like I really love um like I really like Pride and Prejudice I like those kind of older period so I love the BBC's Pride and Prejudice from like way back when and I'll watch that thing over and over again and because it's cinematography you get a lot of good composition already in place because the cinematographer's already done it. I'm like, oh, that's right. beautiful. Let me just get that down. So yeah, and I love, yeah, I like period costuming too. I'm kind of lo- love oh, that kind of stuff. Definitely. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. I like that. Oh, and I loved your Audrey Hepburn, the little Audrey Hepburn that you did. That is so classic. I was like, oh, that's it's beautiful. I was like, I love that piece. Oh, thank you. She's one of my favorite actresses of all time. (laughs) So what is the most indispensable item you have in your studio that you just can't live without? Mm, I would maybe say, I mean, I love all the supplies, but I would probably just have to say my Wacom tablet that I use with Photoshop. Okay. Um, Because that, whenever I, because I used to, at the very beginning, I used to try to use like a mouse, and that's so difficult. And so then when I got a Wacom tablet, I'm like, wow, this is incredible, so much freedom, and um, creating some of my own brushes in there, and just having a blast, and I just love Photoshop, so I love Procreate as well, but Photoshop is just my Uh go-to, and Mm -hmm. with the book illustrating, but um, so that would probably be for the digital painting side of it, and then for traditional, um, traditional art in general, um, I really like the, um, there's these little waterproof, uh, pens that I use for everything because you can use it for like outlining any kind of illustrations 
whatever you want to be waterproof. Yeah. Um, so it's the mic, not micron. It's called, I, ha I should have had it right here with me, but it's one of my favorite pens and I love that. Um, sorry, I wish I had the brand, but that's one of my favorites. Um, I don't know. I love all the supplies. <laughs> I love going into an art store and just seeing all the colors and uh, like pen and ink, all the different colors, the little ink wells. Um, that's so much fun. It's like a candy store. <laughs> so I was wondering if you could go back in time and tell yourself something that you've learned through your art journey mm. um, that would be helpful to you, what would that be? Mm. Oh, yes. Well, I guess I would just say to put yourself out there and, you know, make connections, meet people and ask them questions. Just ask like the successful artists or the artists you admire, just ask them lots of questions. Cause I've, I've found that some of my favorite artists that are friends as well, um, and mentors, yeah. they are some of the most open people that I've ever met and they don't mind at all sharing everything that they know. Yeah. And so <laughs> I feel like if I had done that, I did that a little bit, but mm -hmm. I was, nervous you know and thinking oh I'm taking up their time they need to be working but in reality I think they really did want to share that with me and that would have helped as far as um knowing about like marketing and how to talk to you know potential gallery owners or publishers and things like that mm -hmm. um so I think that's one of the things I would say is just to not be afraid of asking all the questions and then those questions will lead to them sharing more about their journey and it will just open up a wealth of wisdom yes. from experience it is and that's why i do this podcast i started um graduate school for illustration this summer and i was just oh wow uh, yeah it's been really busy but like i I was very shy growing up and it was just like that's probably why I kind of tended to gravitate towards art and then I yes. didn't really realize that you're running your own business you are an entrepreneur you are a business owner and I was horrified I was like what I thought I would just go work for a company I was so like nervous and I, I mean it worked out I went into graphic design and I was still freelance on the side but it was really right. there I I was flying blind a lot of the times. Even though I went to art school, there was so much of the business side that they didn't really. It was more technique, and that was great. Exactly. But nobody told me, oh, what do you do when you get a a ten ninety nine? What do you do when you're like need to start a website? What do you do when you get you know like all these things that um I just had to like learn. And so I really wish I'd done more asking questions. That's why I started doing this because I was like. I want to learn from the people I admire or I see them doing something with their art that I go like, like I was just really fascinated with how you were doing your videos, your colors. Great. Um, but yeah. Oh, and I really don't think you will have a hard time. Like once you start doing like trying to get an agent or you decide that you want to go down that route doing right. traditional work, you have such a strong body of work. Like I think those doors, I think it's just like going to be, easier but like you said it it really does help asking people and like you said like I found that everybody I've just like DM they're just like 
oh, really? You would want to interview me? I was like, yeah, your work is great. Like, why wouldn't I? Or even my classmates in my MFA program was like, your work is fantastic. Why wouldn't I spend a quarter, you know, admiring your work and commenting on it? And you're, you're at this level that I, you know, see that there's things that I want to learn from that. So I think that's so great. I'm so glad that you started this. I'm excited. I've been oh, listening and it's just oh, been really wonderful and encouraging. Very encouraging. Oh, well, that's good. I mean, and I've, everybody I've met always a positive message, which is great. And fantastic artists on top of it all so my last question is one of those deep questions i always ask it at the end so if you've after you've made all the art that you've wanted in your lifetime and you've lived a full life if there could be nothing left behind of your existence but a note you've written with three final truths what would they be mm, yes okay okay um so i would say that so I'll kind of work like, I'll do the, oh. I guess the most important one last. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. To me. All right. So I guess I would say first is just don't compare yourself to, to anyone else. Mm -hmm. um, instead of, you know, comparing and competing, mm -hmm. I guess just the idea of learning from others and cheering them on for their successes and their victories. Um and then just go out there and be like the unique, amazing person that God created you to be. Mm -hmm. And no one else can be that person. Mm -hmm. So I guess that's one thing I would say. And then second, I would say to like, just be open to things changing mm -hmm. and to being stretched um, in ways that maybe are uncomfortable at first. Um, but that's how we can grow and, and learn and try new things. And then you just meet the most amazing people along the way and people that you might not otherwise meet if you don't try something new. And so it's always difficult in the process of those stretching moments where it's like, Oh, this is, this is not comfortable, but yes. then you're just growing, mm -hmm. <laughs> opening up to like, whether it's a new kind of art or yeah. um, going somewhere and meeting new people. That's, um, you know, always a challenge at first, but then sometimes you can meet some of your best friends. So that's something I would say. And then I guess lastly, last but not least, um, the most important that I would share is that God is a master artist. And so he designed each and every person with such precision and intricacy and with very specific gifts and talents. And so if we know that and knows that like the, the creator of the universe loves us and wants the best for us, you know, and so um, that we can have a personal relationship with him through Jesus. And so basically, yeah, he's my my life and purpose, reason for living and reason for doing art. And one of my friends put it really well. He said, um, true success is loving and serving God and loving, loving other people well. Mm -hmm. And I just love that idea of success is that it's not connected to money or prestige or any of those things but it's about glorifying god and loving other people along the way oh, so that's i guess those are the three things that i would share so that's great well i i really appreciate you sharing um your your experience and knowledge in what you do i mean 
um, your rendering skills are top notch or, you know, all the things that you put out there are great. And I'm just like, I, I know you're going to be very successful, but just your personality. I'm like, you wouldn't want to work with Alicia because she's just so, you know, she's such a positive person. And I, and I felt like I was just like, it was like when you, you know, I think people don't realize when you send a little message, just that kindness, whenever you put that out, I, I feel like you never know how that's going to touch the other person at the other end. And I was just like that one day I was just having a rough day. I was like, nothing's working out with my artwork. I'm just having it. And then you posted, and I was like, you, and it was just like a hang in there message. And I was like, this talented person who I have never met who has this great spirit is telling me to keep going. You know what? I got this. I could do it. I'm just going to keep going. And yeah. And I think, um, yeah, I, I agree with your message. You know, I, I realized because, you know, because with art, it can be a little insecure about, you know, how you're doing. And I've learned the biggest thing. It took me years to realize you just put your ego at the door. It doesn't matter right. where anyway, even because I teach and I teach students who are, you know, very in high school learning and I've taught elementary all grades. And it's just like, it, it floors me that somebody who maybe not even trained and they just can right there, they can critique yes. or they can nail it on the head and it doesn't yes. matter where they're from or where they're in their art path or career or whatever. Um, yeah, you can learn so much. So yeah. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for having me. This has been oh, so fun. So and getting to meet you. Yeah, and great. Yeah. You've always been so encouraging on Instagram. Aww. And seriously, I feel like I've already known you two for Aww. a while. Blessing. Yeah, so thank you so much. And I really appreciate and I'm gonna put in the description box like uh links to your social media so did you, you. yeah did you want to do a shout out as far as where that people can see your work and things like that sure yes so instagram is just alicia young art and then um on facebook it's also it's the art of alicia young and then um and my etsy store is also alicia young art so all very similar but yeah I would love to hear from anyone anyone's yeah. welcome to email me or anything if they just okay. want to talk or they need I don't know, prayer or a word of encouragement I love talking to people and sharing some hope so God is good right, well thank you so much and um thank you I really appreciate it oh. and everything you're doing to inspire others it means oh. a, a lot it oh, really does that's so sweet of you well I will put things in the description box in case um people didn't catch thank it you. and then okay. um I'll have a blog post as well I would love to post like Great. some of your work on my blog and then also post Wonderful. links on there um, yes. so yeah, so I'll have more information about Alicia and her work. So thank you again for, um, being on the podcast and, uh, uh thank you everybody thank you. for listening to my creative life.